Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thursday Live Lessons. My name is Aldrin Guerrero. I'm your host for today, and joining me are these two fine gentlemen, Mr. Aaron, the voice, not commercial. What's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Ferguson. Say what's up, Kahai? What's up? <clears throat> the boys are back, and we're in our brand new office for the second week in a row. Yeah, how, how was last week, Kahai? Good. <laughs> it's okay. You know, like, is it, did it work out for you? Any, uh, you know, like any anything, anything you want to say? Anything you notice that is different? Any new setups? Anything that you, that you're doing differently from the old set? Uh, I when I edit the audio, yeah. there's a lot less time spent cutting out between when like somebody goes. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's how it is, and then everybody else is just quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, I the lag. Even, I didn't even know yeah. that. Like, um, so when we do the uh, the at home ones, because I'm usually like, right, Kahai, yeah. and it was like five <laughs> seconds yeah. of silence. Yeah, you know. All right, on. So we are in our brand new office. We're going to be doing a low Friday live jam tomorrow from here. Um, <clears throat> so with that said, I do want to remind you folks that. Uh, we changed the time on the uh, private lessons. We used to have private lessons on Fridays, but private lessons are going to be Mondays and Tuesdays from now on uh, from 9 to 3 Hawaii Standard Time, okay? So instead of going from 9 to 12, we're going to be extending it to uh, till 3 o'clock, so um, I guess six additional hours with those two days. Um, yeah, should be should be good. I'm, I'm actually super excited to... Um, to be able to kind of help people out on the same day instead of like, you know, like Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. But then I guess some people like have, um, they want to do it on their weekend. And stuff. So I apologize for those people, but it's good. It's tough because I do them at home, the private lessons. So if I'm coming from here, filming a little Friday Live Jam and I got to rush back home and, you know, and, and do the private lessons then, it's a little bit difficult. So if you guys are wondering why we did the change, it's because, um, you know, we I still want to do the private lessons from home. It's just... A lot, you know, a lot more intimate and a lot, you know, a lot better. I, I mean, um, a little bit related, I guess. My wife has now relinquished that back room to me. So I now own that office. Because it was before, like, I was borrowing my wife's office, you uh-huh. know. But uh, unfortunately, uh, hers, uh, her business is one of the small businesses that I had to close during the pandemic. And she's a photographer. It's kind of tough to, you know, social distance and kind of take pictures of somebody, like, uh-huh. correctly and give them directions so until for but you know luckily she's uh one of those businesses that can just start up whenever this thing is done you know like it, it did have to end because she's not getting any business in because it's tough you know social distancing and whatnot but so i now own the full office so it's, it's been pretty cool <laughs> so i've been uh <laughs> there's been more room for me to do the uh the album because i've been i've been talking about working on the uh, on the new ep so it's been a lot better i can do like um, I've been doing the stereo microphones of the one in front because so like all that space isn't you know like isn't uh, bumping into a bunch of stuff when I'm in in our office. It's been pretty good. I've been hanging up some stuff, but now that like we don't we no longer film over there for for Thursday and Friday. I don't even know why I should decorate this. It's pretty bare. <laughs> <laughs> but this is Thursday live lesson, and what this is is you guys ask us questions and we try to answer them to our best abilities and come up you know with an answer for you i'll answer them these two guys are given their two cents and we'll present to you the best answer that we possibly can so we get your uh we get your questions via email via u plus forums via voicemail however we may get them we try to answer them as best as we can so kahai give me the first question bud uh this one is from mikhail yeah and he said does it make sense to you that uke cover versions use more seventh chords than the same songs being played with the guitar for example, for a song in a key of C, the guitar would use a G chord, but the uke might use a G7 chord. 
I might be wrong is just an observation. He actually has two parts to this question, yeah. but uh, maybe we That's can just answer. Yeah, that okay. First part. I I think it depends like on who's teaching it or who's playing it and stuff because um the voicings of G and G seven, uh, and you can only do it in the key of key of C. It's not like you know if uh. If you're in the key of G and you're playing G7, that totally doesn't work. But if you're in the key of C, you can eat, you know, that, that G chord in the key of C is going to be a five, you know, in the chord family. So that five works by itself or with that, you know, with that extension of that seven or G7. It goes nicely to the, uh, back to the C. And the reason being, it's uh, on, on ukulele especially, we got these two notes, these uh, E and A strings. That's making that very nice um, dissonance. Which then resolves to the C, and that's missing from G. That will be the you know the G, as opposed to. I mean, guitar can do that also. You know, there's definitely G sevens on the guitar. So your observation is um, it's not wrong. It's just that a lot of uh, a lot of beginners, you know, will learn the G seven chord in relation to playing in the key of C. Because in playing the key of C, that G7 transfers really nicely from your F chord, okay? So um, when we were kind of growing up learning to play ukulele, when we played surf, when we played uh, the song surf, which has the chord C, A minor, F, and G7. You can totally play a G there and it'd be totally fine, but we learned a G7. It's just easy for beginners to kind of know that just leave your pointer finger there and then get to the G7. And that's why the first thing I mentioned is I guess it would depend who is uh, who is teaching and who's learning the song that, you know, that uh, or who's playing that cover, you know. Um, so if, if it's more of a beginner and uh, they're kind of used to that transition of going to the G7 chord, then yeah, sure, I could I could kind of see that. But, you know, if it's um, if it's a more experienced player, they will, you know, either go to the G7 or go to the G depending if they use like a D minor 7 or, you know, F with that uh, with that C there. It just, you know, depends on the depends on the voicing. Um, I don't know what uh, what guitarists would say, but it is uh, on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Do you have a guitar? Never mind. So with the with the with the G, it looks like this, okay? And then the G seven kind of looks like looks like this from you know from the uh, so it's kind of like imagine there's two strings up here, just the six strings in the guitar. G seven kind of looks like that, or G seven looks like this, like our B flat would on our ukulele, but then with the ring finger off. That's what a G seven would look like. So for guitarists, it's it is easier to play the you know the regular major chord than it is with the seventh chord. So I think most people, if they're doing covers, say like on YouTube, um, most of those people, you know, just kind of started out. They want to show their progress and stuff. So you'll see G7 on the ukulele because it's a lot easier to, uh, you know, to, to finger that chord in, in the key of C. And in guitar, it's a lot easier to play G than it is to play G7. So that's kind of that, that difference. Just from a teacher's, you know, perspective on, uh, on what you would, what you would use. But later on, you're going to learn that it's, you know, it's the same either way. If you play G7 there or if you play a G there, it should be good as long as you're in the key of uh, of C. But as far as others, um, like other keys, so that explains C. But if I was in G, same thing too. Like instead of playing a D, which would be the 5 in this case, same thing as, uh, in relation C to G. So if in the key of G, it would be G to D. Okay? 
So it's easier for me as an ukulele, beginner ukulele player to play G, D7, then going back to G, because D7 only takes two fingers to play, whereas the full D takes three fingers to play and then down, you know? Um, and But I think on the guitar, yeah, same thing with the guitar too, if I'm playing G, then uh, then D would be this way, because D7 would, you know, would uh, would be like our G7 on the on the ukulele, but the guitar has to kind of go, these fingers have to go back up, as opposed to like, if uh, if you're playing the D and going back to the G, most guitar players would play this G, and then that ring finger can stay to play that D. Just kind of in relation <laughs> to guitar, you know? So for, for all you uke players that don't know guitar, but I, I have to show this to just show the relation, okay? Um, so yeah, that's probably why you see a lot of you know um, a lot of the time it's more the sevenths being uh, being used for the five instead of uh, instead of the regular major chord. But the major chord works. It's not like it's you know it, it's that much of a difference. There is a dissonance you know in, in the sevenths that uh, that the regulars don't have. But I believe that is if not you know not a big contribution is the reason. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's more like a stylistic choice, yeah. right? If it's if it's easier on ukulele to transition, mm-hmm. then you might as well use the G seven. Right. If it if it's not like a crucial mm-hmm. substitution, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's like why we tell people that they can use uh, E seven instead of a regular uh, yeah. E. You know, sometimes, yeah, yeah, and that um, the big one that you always use is the B minor seven, yeah, versus yeah. B minor, B, yeah, B minor. That's I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's as, it's as easy as that, or as, you know, it's as clear as that. I always use B minor seven as opposed to B minor, because it's just a lot easier. There is a sound difference, technically, <laughs> versus, but when you're, you know, when you're changing chords, you don't really hear yeah. it. So. And you're doubling up on one note, yeah. so it's the same. So it's it's tough to hear with you know if if you don't see this if I put it down here playing a B minor versus a B minor seven it's gonna sound exactly the same mm-hmm. for those people who are saying like oh I hear the difference I was playing B minor seven only the, the whole, whole time, time. <laughs> <laughs> they're like no nah, I can hear it. it's like no it's <laughs> that's a trick <laughs> no no just joking I did B minor, B minor <laughs> but yeah uh you know um. It really, it really depends on what what the easier what uh, you know what, what fingering wise you know like uh, what what would be the easier without making too much of a difference like Aaron was saying if it doesn't you know change up the the, the, song, yeah, the song like the sound, the sound of the song yeah yeah but if it but if it is crucial to mm-hmm. the song to be yeah. either G seven mm-hmm. or G or whatever seventh or the major mm-hmm. yeah then use it. Yeah, they don't don't right. change it. Don't, yeah. don't don't don't. I I think the the farther you go into music, the more you realize like, oh, you can actually get away with playing technically the wrong thing, <laughs> but you know you're you're if you're playing with somebody else and they're playing one chord, mm-hmm. you can get away with like playing a lot of different chords. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. nobody's gonna know. Nobody's gonna be like, hey, that guy is messing up. He's not playing the right chord. <laughs> Yeah, because like as long as it's related or yeah, yeah like yeah, for fits in somehow for my song last week, mm-hmm. like I was playing like two chords that aren't even you know I played sometimes I played like chords like F and D minor, which is like the relative major and minor, right? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But I was playing like chords sometimes where it's like 
an F and a C, you know, where it's like they they share some notes, but there's also some differences. And you, if you play it the right way, like if you don't play it obnoxiously, you can get away with it. So yeah, and, and sometimes it's like when I'm playing with other people, I'll do that on purpose. You know, they'll they'll be playing like a D. And I'll play it like a B minor seven, you know, add in that like a little extra note mm. and it adds in like a little bit of a flavor. So if you're, I think if you're playing by yourself and you're just like experimenting, it's a fun way to experiment to mm. get, figure out new sounds and stuff. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting though. Like with, with the ukulele, like, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's the same topic, but for example, in that B minor, B minor seven that we're kind of talking about, what's cool about the re-entrant ukulele is these two notes, like the two on the G string and the two on the A string, they're a whole step away from each other, which doesn't work if, say, you were playing, uh, say, like, F here and G. Mm-hmm. Like, hearing those two, like, next to each other doesn't doesn't quite work. But here, it doesn't work either if you play it together. Just those two. Yeah, yeah but but with the chord... You don't hear it. Yes, it's kind of it's kind of cool. I don't know what the science is behind that, you know, but it uh, I don't know. You can get away with a lot of like minor seven chords um, as, instead of just playing the full minor chord, mm-hmm. or like that the pull off technique that yeah, you do. Like that's true, or just like a lot of times the the G note is not even in the key that you're yeah, playing yeah. in, but it still <laughs> works. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's it's magic. So let's just say it's, I'm sure there's an explanation. Yeah. But let's just let's just chalk it up to magic, right? Musical yeah. magic. Have you tried that with piano <laughs> too? Because with mm. piano chords, you can play chords where you're just like playing all the notes at the same time, mm. and they're like they're called like they're cluster chords, right? Mm. And it's just like ba ba. It sounds really harsh. Mm. But once you start breaking up the chord into like you playing it more like an arpeggio mm-hmm. and you're still holding down all the notes, but you're playing it one one at a time, mm-hmm. then it's much more easier to digest mm-hmm. and it's easier to be like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a that's a beautiful chord. Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> that's there's true. no dissonance to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because like when you strum down a new ukulele, it's not like you're playing all the notes at the same time. It's like kind of a rapid ar- arpeggio mm-hmm. you know, when you're doing the strums and stuff. So that maybe. But like, um, for example, like in guitar, there's like the Hendrix chord where like, I think, um, the note on top, like, or the, the note that like makes it the Hendrix chord is like a half a step away from, uh, from another note. But because it's like at a lower octave, mm-hmm. it like, it, it makes it sound really good. Like the distance sounds good in that chord, but it, it's really trippy because normally when you just play those two notes together, it sounds off. <laughs> yeah. And I think when you learn more music or learn kind of widen your horizon, mm-hmm. things that sounded dissonant to you before, it's like, oh, no, it doesn't. It actually doesn't sound that bad, mm-hmm. you know, and I can understand why that person intentionally played that way. Yeah. So it's, you can kind of have a like a greater appreciation for mm-hmm. things that are, you know, supposedly oh, why don't you just play the right note? Why can't you just play the right note in jazz? But it's like, they are playing the right note. It's just the right note isn't right to you, right? So. That's, that's one of my favorite office quotes. <laughs> like uh, Angela's like, what? jazz is stupid. Why, why don't I just play the right notes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> gotta, gotta put that in the show notes, guy. Yeah. <laughs> we explain the right notes. He's he's done it before. <laughs> we have uh, a surprising amount of office videos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's 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 cool. Music is fun. Music is awesome. Yep. <laughs> so next question. Uh, so this is part two to Mikhail's oh, yeah, question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, I also wonder if the uke and guitar have different, most common keys. For example, E is a hard chord on the uke, but it is very easy on the guitar. Mm. In contrast, F is a hard chord on guitar, but very easy on the uke. Mm. Yeah, I mean, s- straight up answer. Yeah, there's there's a difference between the two, but there's also a similarity between the two because um, uh, because the, the guitar is two and a half steps down, you know, like from uh, from an ukulele. But uh, chord-wise, uh, chord-shape-wise, they kind of sh- be they're similar. You know, they they share the same. So, for example, the easiest chords to play in the guitar, or let's just go ukulele first and go guitar in, in comparison. Um, ukulele, hands down, right? C, C is like the easiest you know key to play. And then what? G, then maybe D, then maybe A, know, A, yeah, uh, F. So those mm-hmm. like five, those those five. Let's see: C, A, G, D. What else it is? F. Okay. So, with that said, now on the guitar, like if we took those same, um, you know, same chord shapes. So this C right here, you know, that were um, that we say it's really easy on the ukulele. You know, guitarists would say that the, one of the easiest keys to play in is in the key of G. And that's exactly what, you know, what the ukulele chord shape is. So ukulele chord shape for C is the same as the uh, chord shape for the guitar for G. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopefully yeah. I'm trying to, I'm explaining this well enough yeah. that you guys understand. Now, what was the second one? We said G, you know, is, is another easy one to play in on the guitar. Oh, sorry, on the ukulele. On the guitar, this shape right here is in the shape of D. So they, you know, it's it's kind of the same. Like another, uh, you know, any guitar player will tell you, like, okay, well, you know, the easy ones are G and D. Like D is an easy, you know, key to play. Yeah. But yeah. that's kind of like playing in the key of G on the ukulele. So they're kind of similar because the chord shapes are similar. Mm-hmm. But then it's just going to be called under a different name. Like for example, you said E. You know, so an, an E chord and the guitar looks like this. What does that look like? It looks like an A. Which we mentioned earlier, you know, A is pretty easy to play in the ukulele. Yeah. So whatever, what is easy on the ukulele um, also translates to the what what would be easy in the guitar. It's just if you, if you just relation. look at the shapes, yeah, yeah, relative to the shape. Okay, so um, ukulele and guitar chord shapes um, share a similarity. So those shapes. So I wouldn't look at it as like the key or the chord itself. I would say that there are some shapes that is easy to play on both guitar and the ukulele. Yeah. So that's a great question, though. That is that's an awesome question because E um, on so E on the ukulele is totally hard. The equivalent to this it would be a B on the guitar. And you ask any guitar player, it's like, is is it easy to play key of B? It's like, no, it's not. Uh-huh. You know, and just like if you were to ask an ukulele player, is it easy to play in the key of E? I'm, I'm gonna tell you, as a professional ukulele player, who's been playing for decades, it is not. It's not <laughs> easy to play in E. So. It's uh, it's in relation to the chord shape. Mm-hmm. Some shapes are easy. Some shapes are difficult. Um, I think you should really kind of look at it that way instead. I I think if you look at Mikhail's question though too, like the point, the chords that he 
point art that out that are harder yeah or the keys that he point is the ones that have more bar chords yeah basically okay. for him right yeah so and that and is same like, thing yeah, yeah same, same thing, thing for guitar though. yeah yeah it, it is bar chords are harder and if you play like a full set with bar mm. chords your your hands are gonna get tired yeah but uh, at some point bar chords aren't don't aren't scary necessarily and i, I don't think i think you stop thinking of it as like oh that's uh <laughs> your scale shifts right like from yeah. bar chords are the hardy hardest uh chords to play to like chords that benny chong does where it's like <laughs> Mm, yeah that that's pretty tough that yeah. that that is that is gonna be yeah. my next hard so it goes from goes from like open chords to bar chords like the bar chords are hard and then it goes goes to like there are easy bar chords and then there are like really hard bar chords <laughs> yeah and then every person who plays right bar chords if you play a whole set with bar chords a whole like so you're playing five songs with bar mm. chords i think everybody gets tired their hands get start getting mm. worn down and musicians just like the more you play, the more you learn like cheats to like, uh, I'm, I'm playing the bar chord, but it's not as clean as I should be playing it. Or like, you're not really hearing. I'm kind of muting some strings to yeah. relieve some of the tension yeah. there is. So as you keep playing, like, uh, play the bar chords. Cause the more you play them, the more like kind of, uh, workarounds you're going to figure out for playing them. And it's going to be easier that way too. Mm-hmm. Like where even if you have to play a song where, where it's all bar chords, it's like, ah, yeah, if I, I can play that song. It's not that hard. You know, I know how to play other things. I know how to work around it. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's, I was like, for those people who, who don't know Betty Chong, you know, like, like how, kind of core can i show them to like give them like an idea because <laughs> i don't know any but if i were to make one up on the spot say like this is our d minor chord okay but say instead of you know like this a you wanted this g and that was your melody line but you still want to play down here and imagine playing a, a low g okay so you want to keep these two bass with this but with this note too so you do something like this with your thumb that you're playing those two, pointer finger on the on the A so that you can have this, and then uh, the pinky finger on that G note that that uh, that you're playing. So it'd be something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of chord that Benny Chong plays. Yeah, that he comes up with. <laughs> Let's see. Do you have a do you have a low G? Let's hear how that sounds like. Yeah, people might be thinking that we're like yeah. exaggerating, yeah. right? But so you got this low. It's not even like oh sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hopefully and, ruin people's ears and headphones. <laughs> I just whacked that. Uh my bad, my bad. So um yeah, I mean all like easy and hard is really relative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. And the the better you get, your scale is gonna mm-hmm. shift. Yeah. yeah. Like you're you're just it, there's always going to be things that mm. uh like for us what we refer to is like wiping the belt right yes you come across something that all of a sudden you realize like oh i am a beginner at mm-hmm. playing this technique or something mm-hmm. i'm going back to white belt so there's always things that you're gonna encounter that it's just like or hopefully you know because if not if you just like you're like oh everything in playing ukulele and playing music is so easy <laughs> it's just like that's kind of boring like you mm-hmm. yeah uh, the, I think the more challenging something is, the more exciting it is too. 
Yeah, that's why I got bored of cardistry, guys. It was just too easy. <laughs> just, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, you're not watching uh, people who are better than you. Then, right? <laughs> like if you're, that's, if that's the case, then you you haven't seen people that are better I than only, you. I only watch beginner videos. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they feel good about feel my good. cardistry skills. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I moved on from magics and tricks to illusions, <laughs> stage illusions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm working on uh, getting that Statue of Liberty. Right? <laughs> I'll get it one day. You got you got a solid in half first, and then you get to that small, small steps, man. Small steps. Yeah, but you'll get you'll get there. You'll get there. That, that's for the beginners. I'm an advanced <laughs> magician. <laughs> the hard part is getting a uh, willing lady to be cut in half, <laughs> <laughs> or two. Oh no, I guess you can just have the fake feet. No, anyway, sorry. This isn't magic secrets revealed. Never <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mind. Okay. So, uh, next question. <laughs> uh, that was it for the questions that we yep. got during the week. Yeah. Uh, but then we did get a student review from <laughs> Rob. So uh, Rob sent us, you know, a, a video of him uh, playing his Don't Think Twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, we believe it's a Bob Dylan song. Yeah. Right, okay. So just making sure I don't want to be like, it's Bob Dylan sounds like, no, that was written by the great poet so and so. But yeah, it's, he sang this Bob Dylan song with his, you know, brand new baritone, like Kanye a baritone ukulele with his Kanye shirt, his Kanye hat. Man, Rob, you are. He's repping yeah, it. He's repping yeah. that Kanye. You know, like I, I'm, I feel like Rob's gunning for my job. You know, like over Kanye. It's like they're gonna look at Rob and look at me. And they're like, oh, Dream's not representing hard no, enough, no, man. No, no, look at Rob instead. Give him ukes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all joking aside, I thought it was great. You know, I think I thought you did well. Um, one of the things that I would uh, that I would kind of change is um, where you're kind of hitting the strings because the baritone is a little bit longer and a little bit you know wider this way as well you kind of have it more back here you're going to get a better sound if you you know if you're finger picking on top of the sound hole okay so also um when you're you know when you're kind of uh anchoring your pinky your uh, your your wrist is kind of still like this way you know you want it to be Right here, you want your wrist to kind of go a little bit over so that you're hitting it at a better angle. So instead of kind of hitting it, and I think we talked about this last week, you know, from the side of your thumb like this, you want to hit it from, you know, from an angle like so, so that when you hit, when you hit it with your thumb, when your pointer finger, it's kind of coming in at this angle instead of this. So you don't want it at this angle because that's going to get you very, I mean, it's, it, it's a sound, <laughs> but like you, you know, you want you want a good, nice and clean, clear sound, which would be right here on top of the sound hole. Other than that, um, left hand looks pretty good, you know, um, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's not perfect, but who's looking for perfect? Kahai's not looking for perfect, you know. Like mm-hmm. I think, um, and and I'm sure that you know it as well, but I don't know if you just like learned the song. And, you know, the changes uh, are a little bit tricky for now. But I think the more you play the song, the more consistent it's going to be as far as chord changes. But I don't see a problem there either. Uh, mm-hmm. Just positioning of, of the right hand. But it's great. It sounds good. I think the ukulele sounds really nice. Um, uh, Rhythm-wise was pretty good. You know, like mm-hmm. it wasn't like... He was consistent. Yeah, he was yeah, consistent. With his, with his right. right hand. Yeah, yeah. finger picking too. So I thought, it was, I thought it was good. Good job, man. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, like Rob... Mm-hmm. 
uh, when or when we see videos of Rob playing and stuff, mm-hmm. ever since the retreat, like it yeah. kind of seems like oh, I, I I don't know, I don't have anything really to <laughs> tell you to work on because <laughs> I kind of know that you'll probably get it anyways, you know, regardless of whether I point something out or not. Yeah, and because like I think the biggest thing from the retreat to how he's playing now is he's playing like way more relaxed, right? He's like relaxing mm-hmm. his whole posture and his whole body yeah. is more relaxed when he's playing where like at the retreat it was a little bit more robotic yeah and getting over that hump it's like now it's just like yeah like just keep playing and i, I think you'll just get better the more you play yeah and i think he's you know he's really uh like putting himself out there because i i mean pre-pandemic like i think he was like looking for open mics and places to kind of perform at mm-hmm. so that he was like okay i'm working on this song because i'm going to perform it you know in front of people so if you set kind of goals like that and you put yourself in that kind of position um it will force you to be better you know like because ugh, iron sharpens iron <laughs> like i guess <laughs> in that in that sense because if you're just in the comfort of your own home and whatever you're like oh okay well it sounds decent enough which is fine there's nothing wrong with that but you know if you put yourself in a position where like uh, you're open for people to kind of hear you and, and, and see like how you're doing, kind of, you know, create a better uh, you, you know, when you're I, uh, when you're giving yourself that kind of pressure. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like two ways to improve, right? Is like mm-hmm. by putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and then by like woodshedding, like you lock yourself in your room <laughs> and you say, I'm not coming out until I get this. Right. Uh, and it's, it both work, though, I think. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah, it's... uh. It's, it's good, man. And I think you're doing, you know, you're doing all the right things. Uh, like we mentioned, you're putting yourself out there. I don't know if, you know, you're still doing stuff now, like with, with the, you know, with all these pandemic stuff going on. But if, uh, you know, if you have a chance to, to go showcase yourself and it doesn't have to be like an open mic, it could just be like, um, you know, a lot of like families are getting together, zooming it up and whatnot. You can just be like, Hey, let me kind of like show you guys what I've been working on. You know, who wants, who wants to talk about the weather for like the 50th time in a row, you know, or like politics or whatever was yeah. like the same thing. But instead it's just like, Hey guys, can we take a break from all this, you know, world is burning thing? And just can you listen to, uh, the, you know, to, to this song? I just learned this Bob Dylan tune with my brand new baritone and there you go you know you put yourself out there and it feels good too yeah. to kind of share music with mm-hmm. others so yeah I, I know like uh, jacob collier said mm-hmm. that he's learning how to play viola because mm-hmm. he wants to play with his family as a like a quintet because uh, mm-hmm. like i think he said his mom and his sister plays violin and his other sister plays cello so mm-hmm. he, he was like oh i'll pick up viola right because like that's the last spot to fill <laughs> and then we can play as a quintet so yeah like if you're you know while you're you're locked down Mm -hmm. it is nice to take the opportunity to uh show your music to your uh friends and family yeah you know yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah you know i mean as long as it's not like a professional setting you know you're like in a business meeting it's like let me show you guys what you know like oh but you were supposed to show it to tps reports (laughs) (laughs) it it depends on what type of professional too because uh my uh, brother-in-law used to work at a company where they, their Monday morning meetings, mm-hmm. they would pass around the uke to, mm-hmm. and whoever held it could, was the person who was talking. So, mm-hmm. yeah, even that, like, <laughs> you probably would be impressed if you, like, took the uke and it was like, oh, I can play a little bit. And jamming <laughs> up while you do your presentation. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool, man. If you're doing, like, the, uh, the chord changes to that Dylan, uh, that Dylan tune while you're, like, briefing people. 
And if you, I'd be pretty you, impressed. I would be impressed. You use your <laughs> your headstock to point out numbers. If you look here, you can see that our, our quarterly is going up. <laughs> yeah, while still playing. Yeah, you know yeah. that's that's impressive. But yeah, you know, just just have fun. Um, share is is what I'm trying to see. So, if you you know if you share what you've learned, it kind of motivates you to like get better and makes you want to do more and learn more, so that you can share more. It's fun. Just share your you share your yeah. skills. <laughs> share music. Rob Rob pointed out like. Uh, I think he's saying that he might be doing virtual open mics too. So cool. yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. You want to host ours? You know, you want to host the <laughs> cool underground one because UU has been wanting to do one. If we can get yeah. like a, you know, you gotta a bring that back. Volunteer to uh to to host it for us. That would be that would be cool. So maybe we'll have a host sign up <laughs> like to mm-hmm. see who wants to do it. Maybe we'll have a different host every time. I don't know. Who knows? Give me ideas. Give us ideas. You know, don't just be like, I wish you, you would do this. It's like, let us know what, like, you know, and what, what are some ideas that you think that we can do to make your ukulele on the ground experience that much better? Let's work together. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, there, there's no more lag between the right guys. <laughs> <laughs> the only lag is, uh, when, if I'm paying attention or not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, next. Uh, oh, thanks, Rob. Thanks for the, uh, you know, thanks for the video. Yeah, that, and that was our only student review for this week. But then we also mm-hmm. got, uh, song submissions for mm-hmm. the songwriting challenge. Oh, cool beans. Cool beans. Yeah. So, uh, we got, we got a couple of them. Um, one from Hamsini and, uh, and her sister. She did another, you know, another original ukulele instrumental, which is awesome. Like, um, one thing that you know that that I noticed just right off the bat is uh this young lady has like a natural knack for music. Mm-hmm. And how was, how old is she? I I'm embarrassed to not know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she young. looks like six or seven, right? Yeah, is she's that? she's super young. Like, <laughs> you know, just a natural knack for music because like um we were talking about like. Her use of repetition to establish the melody is because, like, she she played the melody and it's a pretty good melody line and it's not like it's not hard. It's actually quite easy, but the way that she played it and the way that she repeated it, it just kind of established that this is the main melody of the song. I was like, I was almost in tears. Like, oh, that's, <laughs> someone someone gets it, <laughs> someone understands, you know, like the importance of a. Uh, um, of melody, you know, of melody line. And it was, it was really good, you know, like, and I think that she's, uh, she's going to be an excellent, excellent songwriter, you know, especially on the ukulele. She gets it. But, um, I, I dug it. I like the, uh, you know, the, the addition of like the, I think it was like F or something where she just gets faster and faster. Uh-huh. That was pretty cool too. Like creates a little bit of excitement, but then it goes back to that, you know, that main melody, that main idea. But overall, I think you, I thought you did a great job. Okay. Um, Another one we got from Ritesh. So Ritesh is another one, you know, same thing. He did the, he did the repetition, uh, repetition too, you know, like, and, but he was like, okay, I'm a, I'm a cruise in this one, which I respect that. That's cool. You know? <laughs> Cause, uh, the thing is, it's, it might be so simple, but I came back from eating lunch and like an Aaron is playing like Ritesh's song. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's an like earworm. <laughs> yeah. That means no matter like if you think it's just like a whatever, cause you just went from, Right, he's just kind of doing C7, this. Right? Yeah, yeah, to C to C7, but it's just you know you might think that like ah, it's just whatever, but it was it, it hit enough with, with Aaron that Aaron's playing it on his ukulele. <laughs> you know, he's, Aaron Nakamura is covering you. <laughs> you know, like at the ukulele on the office, 
And um, that's so that's great as well. And I mean, you know, like um, Ritesh is always good. We talked about Ritesh last week where he played um, the cello suite. That was, you know, that was really cool. But this one, nice and simple, kept it with the, you know, with, with the with the simple chords. I don't know if people were doing that because like they they thought that was like the flat seven, you know, we we're kind of talking about. So going from the C to the B flat, be a flat oh. seven note. Oh. But I think we're talking about flat seven chord, which yeah. is a C and then goes to B flat back mm. to C. But you know what? Still sounds cool. I don't care, you know? <laughs> and neither should you, because it was an awesome song. What and, do you guys think? Yeah, I, I think maybe Ritesh did that too to keep it within the two chords. Two chords. Mm, right. Yeah. Like, so C and C7. Yeah. But yeah, and Ritesh said like he sent it earlier to us, I think, mm. uh, through like our messaging system. Mm. And he said, like, oh, here's my song submission for the songwriting challenge. And I think he said, like, oh, it's only half done or something. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. Like, keep those things because I like uh, keep any or record any time like you come up with something and then just keep it on the side because you never know when you'll come back to it and be like, oh, now I know how to add that Mm -hmm. verse or chorus to finish it off or Mm -hmm. make it new or. Oh, all I needed to add was like a bridge or something. So, yeah, yeah, that Mm -hmm. I, I you can hear that's it's an earworm but like all he needs is like something maybe like another part part b yeah and then, and then a connector into... or whatever yeah yeah so yeah and and i think because we were talking about um just submit it like yeah you know uh was it like a last week or something mm-hmm. we just mm-hmm. said like oh yeah just submit it yeah your unfinished songs because yeah. It's you something, know? yeah. yeah it's something. That's, that's just how it goes. Yeah, partial credit is better than no credit, like in, <laughs> like in school, right? So we, I didn't do it. It's like here is unfinished. <laughs> we we need to learn to do that because a lot of times we'd be like, uh, I'm gonna take an extension. <laughs> and, yeah. I don't know about you, man. I take partial credits all the time <laughs> with just the one verse and one chorus. Well, like, oh, <laughs> uh, I guess so. But like for the songwriting challenges mm. a lot of times we'll come in and we'll be like uh did you finish your songs like <laughs> uh yeah i was like oh i didn't i i gotta take another week <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well for all of these mm. um what i've been doing is like i just take my phone and i use a voice memo on my phone mm. and so i'll do like whatever the song challenge title is yeah one mm-hmm. that that would be my first recording oh, okay. And then I always end up with at least four or five. Oh, sometimes more, together. sometimes a little less, but mm. usually more than three. Usually about four or five different recordings of the same thing, mm. um, just kind of progressing the song a little further mm. or adding a different part to it. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, good job, good job, guys. Um, I'll give them both since there's only two. I'll give them both like extra uh, private lessons as <laughs> well. So. Hamsin's got like two in her pocket, I think, right? <laughs> at, this, at this point. Yeah. Uh, Ritesh has got one more. So just say that this is the extra one or whatever, you know, just write it in the note on the, um, because usually if I see the, the same name, like the, a third time, I cancel mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I, I cancel that appointment. But if you put down like, oh, this is my whatever extra that I got for writing a song, then I'll be like, okay, cool. That's, that's the one. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that's easy easy peasy instant delivery on this uh, <laughs> on, on <laughs> yeah. this on this prize so that's the surprise um next week or uh, next uh, next time we do it uh, uh, a few students i don't want to say a bunch it's just just a few of them like wondered about like my um you know that bling for your thing that we were talking about the the other mm-hmm. week and stuff so i had some private students that asked about that and um i'll i'll get a cool one and i'll i'll start using it you know like in some uh, in 
the videos in the next coming weeks and then i will give that away to to the winner of the um you know i'll find a i'll find a good one i'm not just gonna be like this <laughs> but at the abc store or whatever like i'll i'll get a cool one and then um we'll give that away so this is like a used on screen <laughs> use bling for your thing for your uke thing so it'll be it'll be fun yeah my my sister had a suggestion for our next like challenge. Yeah, what's that? Oh yeah, let's let's why don't we uh, put put down a challenge now? Since everyone's submissions are in. Uh yeah, her suggestion was, what if we give just the title of a song, and everybody mm. has to write what they think of when they think of the title of the song. Mm. So everybody has the same title, but then we'll see how they interpret that to mm-hmm. you know turn it into music. Mm-hmm. Sounds like. You guys remember, like, in elementary school where they did Sight is Beautiful? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Or, like, make an art based off the title Sight is Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. So let's uh, let's come up with a title, and then you guys can write around that. Wasn't, wasn't like, the winner for that is, like, that you get your art put into a calendar or something? Yeah, or the newspaper <laughs> or something. I forget what it was back yeah. then. You, no, I think... Back then, you would get that and get like the um, get a little Pizza Hut card thing. Yeah. No, no, that was Book It. Oh, Book It. Never yeah. mind. Sorry. That was Book It. Oh, Aaron was quick to like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron. I had the button. <laughs> and Aaron, book It. Aaron's like, what are you guys talking about? I still do Book It. I still yeah. go to Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah. Those fools didn't put an expiration date on it. <laughs> yeah. You go into so cashing in personal pan just for me. <laughs> you go into Pizza Hut and they're like, "How old are you?" And you're like, mm, "I'm I'm ten. <laughs> uh, this is for my son. <laughs> He's a really good boy." <laughs> What's your son's name? Marin. <laughs> Marin Nakamura. <laughs> yeah, book it, man. I haven't I haven't heard that in in, in a while. <laughs> yeah. Book it. You know, personal pan pizzas, little card things, right? <sighs> anyway, sorry for getting all nostalgic on you guys, but um, <laughs> see. Well, so uh, why don't why don't you come up with a with the phrase, Kahai? Since you know, uh, Rob said Herman the armadillo. Herman the armadillo. Herman <laughs> Armin. <laughs> Something else we could do is mm. like, what if the three of us mm. make like a title with each of us say, saying one word. And goes like ah. from one person to the next. <laughs> we'll see if our our hive mind can make okay. a coherent like title. Okay. Okay. So who goes first? Uh, you go first because I, I have nothing in mind. <laughs> Let's say um, we'll we'll go in the order that we go when we show songs. So okay. You go. I go, and then, and then Aaron, <laughs> the anchor. Okay. Let's see. Jubilant. <laughs> Jubilant. High mind is not working. Uh, jubilant. Oh, we already kind of did. Uh, the first thing I thought of is summer. I, I wanted to say happy, but I'm like, no, let's make it sound sound good. <laughs> so it's a, you know, it's another word, better word for happy. Uh, it's not jubilant. Okay, jubilant October. Ooh. <laughs> uh, jubilant October. Afternoon. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Jubilant October afternoon. What, That's, huh? what made me think of October too is uh um September mm-hmm. from Earth, Wind, and Fire. 
like the 21st of september did you see the guy who made a video of that he makes one every 21st no where it's him dancing and he Mm. points at like signs that say (laughs) it's the 21st yeah it's like this is today yeah he made a a great one this year (laughs) shout out to mark baldonado that's his birthday so oh, really? I, I never forget Mark's birthday because it's always the 21st of September. Yeah. yeah. So, but some people argue, right? They yeah. say, do you post that video on the 21st day of September? Because it says the 21st night, night yeah. of September. Yeah. Which is te- technically the 22nd, right? So, In Australia. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, Jubilance October Afternoon. I thought you were going to say Scott. Because that was like <laughs> October sky. sky. But yeah. no, well, afternoon. Jubilant yeah. October Blueberry afternoon. Sky. so that's uh yeah that's that's the song you have to write about so write about jubilant october skies on afternoons (laughs) (laughs) i've watched me write a song like what was the what was the thing again that we have to write about about (laughs) skies all i all i could think about is rockets for some reason i don't know why Sky rockets in flight, afternoon delights. Yeah, well, it's the, the movie, right? October, isn't it? October sky. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> okay, so uh, jubilant October afternoons, like whatever that means to you. Um, it, just, it doesn't even have to have words in it. You know, it, it can just be like it can just be a song. Mm-hmm. It's the title of your song that you write. Um, pick whatever chords that you want to do. Um, that I think if we just make that the uh, the guideline, I think everyone. Sh- should have like a free pass to do whatever for this yeah. specific one. Okay. We just want to see you guys write some stuff, you know? We're, we're not going to ask for an essay being like, you have to explain why yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah. It <laughs> reminds you of Jubilant October Sky. It's like, no. Afternoon. You can, <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Jubilant, af- uh, Jubilant October <laughs> Afternoon. Oh, think- man. <laughs> Everyone's going to write about skies. Skies, yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be the title for this week's podcast. It's like, Jubilant October Sky. No, wait, wait. Uh, afternoon, afternoon. No, wait, afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Jubilant October Afternoon. Okay, so that's that's it. That's the only, you know, that's the only guideline. Whatever key you guys want to do it in, whatever chords you want to do, whatever time signature, whatever chord progression, just write about Jubilant October afternoon <laughs> or afternoons. Uh, bonuses? Or bonuses. Um, let's see. Uh, m- make it to the style of Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> Disco. Disco? <laughs> Disco. Okay. Yeah. Since we're talking about Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Disco is, is, is one. That's, that sounds like fun. What else can I? Or funk. Funk. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done like three, four in a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so three, four, or funk, disco, 70s funk, or disco. What else? Is there like a weird chord that we can challenge people to add in? Because we did the down, the, the, the diminish, and we did a yeah. augmented the other, uh, the other time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Add in a Benny Chong chord. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about sevens. No, but sevens are too easy, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't make it. Interesting. I think Rob in the chat was talking about how um, he uses nine nine chords as substitution for a seventh sometimes. Yeah. How about that? Nine chords. Nine chords. Yeah. Nine Nine chords. Mm -hmm. So for those people wondering what a nine chord is, it's just basically just adding that, you know, the the next note above the root, right? So for example, this is a C. This is a C9. This is just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and um, one, two, three, 
nine. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we have the one, one, three, one, three, five, one, three, five, nine. Can you show like maybe how to play a F nine and a G nine too? F nine be right here, or F nine be this if you want to do that. Okay, so that it's just the G. What's the one note above the uh, the root uh, the root note for that chord, which is F? So the root note be F. So one step above that will be a G. So just F with a G in it, which is that. Um, D, let's see, so you got that, you got that D, maybe adding this, or that, or G9, um, this, so from the G, because G, A would be the, uh, A would be the 9, so you just let go of that middle finger, gives you the 9, or you want to keep that B in there, you can add this in there, or bar the whole second fret, it's just as long as you have that A. It's a nine. This is a nine. This is a nine. So nine chords. Nine chords. Nine. That's fun. Nine chords <laughs> are fun. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so we've established our. Um, let, let's 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 lay down the let's lay down the ground rules again. Jubilant October afternoon. That's it. Uh, three four disco funk nine chords. Right. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Am I, am I missing anything? Mm. No, I, I mean, we always do lyrics, right? Lyrics, yeah. Lyrics, lyrics are always a bonus. Right. So. Yep. Okay, I think that's I think that's good. I think this is one of those few times that I might just do an instrumental instead. <laughs> I shot myself in the foot by saying jubilance. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was catching you guys off guard, but it is actually a trap for myself. Uh, so for us, it's going to be due in two weeks. Yeah. And then for everybody else, it's going to be due in three. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's like the 15th and the 22nd. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. man, I should get a ride on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always say that too. And then it comes down to like, oh my gosh, it's it's due next week. I got to start <laughs> getting on it. Or due tomorrow. In my case, it's like, oh my God, I should write something. <laughs> I think me and you, we have the same like track record. Yeah. And then Aaron is the one who's like, I got it done. Apparently he has like four early. drafts on his phone or whatever. Four or five drafts <laughs> four on his five, phone. Yeah, I only have one draft the day before. <laughs> the I, I, 30 minutes before. Yeah, 30 minutes before. There's no draft. I, I have four or five drafts too, but it's just because I start something and I like throw it away. I'm like, I hate this. Got to start all over again. Yeah. Okay. So two weeks and three weeks for those people. Um. So in, those, in the next two weeks, you'll see a little hanging thing from uh, from my uke. And then we'll give away that hanging thing. I'll keep it as a surprise. <laughs> what it, we should you should wait for three weeks yeah. when it's due, so people have to turn in a song mm -hmm. before they see it. That yeah. way, like, because they might see it and be like, "I don't want to do a song anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it could be anything because you can hang anything from there. Let's just say that if this might not even be a key, it's probably, it's not gonna be a keychain. <laughs> it's like because I usually use keychains and then put it down like that or little charms and stuff. But when you think about it, you can hang anything on top of that ukulele. I hope so you. It's a mystery prize. Well, not going to be a mystery next week, I guess. It's it's like when you guys you guys went to China, right, and brought back like chicken feet or duck feet. <laughs> um, that's what's going to be hanging, and then they're like, "Who knows? Mm, no, Who thank knows? you. We don't. No one knows." Okay, so well, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I have an idea of, of what I want to do. That's that's really it. Just you know, there's no. Um, 
there's no limit of what you can hang top. I've seen somebody hang a vacuum cleaner on top of their, you know, on their ukulele headstock. That's that's been done. Uh what else have we what what other crazies have we seen with uh with hanger headstock hangers? Do you remember, do you remember any of the others, Aaron? Uh, there was a Spider-Man, like a, oh, like a giant, Spider-Man. giant That's stuffed right. Spider-Man. <laughs> That's right. It's like a stuffed animal or stuffed toy Spider-Man. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. There was some, there was some good ones. <laughs> there should... a, a bunch of keychains mm-hmm. and yeah, some, just some random things, but. I think the vacuum cleaner was on the one. Either that or was the, the dreadlocks. <laughs> what was, what, what no, one? I think it was a vacuum cleaner. A vacuum but... cleaner? Okay. So that was amazing <laughs> that they could actually support a vacuum cleaner with the ukulele. We're not, yeah. we're not encouraging anyone Anybody to try that. to no. break no. their ukulele. <laughs> what, what I would do is mm. I would do a Inception style mm. where it's like you zoom in on the, the keychain. Yeah. And it turns out that it's you. And then so it keeps zooming in and it's you <laughs> holding your ukulele. And when it zooms in again, it's, a smaller you holding a ukulele. <laughs> it just it's turtles all the way down. <laughs> it's just a picture of me holding a picture. I would of me holding a picture. I would do the the computer work to comp in like an actual person, you know, like so you can keep zooming. Yeah. Oh man, that is that is cool. So yeah, the mystery prize, mystery prize is what. Uh, it's fun. it's gonna be good though. Lori asked, uh, hmm. "Where do we turn it in to?" So you you can uh, uh, submit songs to the forum yeah or you can send it directly to us at questions at google underground mm-hmm. yep so no matter how we get them as long as you're saying hey this is a submission for uh for the songwriting challenge blah 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 we count it yeah as long as it gets to to uh hire aaron all good don't give it to me though it'll get lost <laughs> Just, <laughs> i mean you know we're gonna be honest you <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> feel like odyssey is the best policy right <laughs> truer words have never been spoken <laughs> See, it doesn't matter if it's a physical thing or an email or whatever. It'll get lost. If you give it to me, it'll yeah. get lost. Like, just don't give me stuff. <laughs> I'll lose it. Guarantee. I definitely do that with my mom. I'm like, uh-huh. can you hold this for me? Because I know that I'm not going to keep it. But I, yeah, I just think it's funny how, like, when we go on trips, Aaron suddenly becomes like the mom. It's like, Aaron, can you hold this? Because I know I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep it. <laughs> And I'd rather hold it than give it to Aldri. <laughs> I'd rather hold it myself. <laughs> so that's why, like, I'm I'm always surprised every time one of you guys is like, oh, can you hold this um this this uh, memory card or whatever? Like, <laughs> no, are you guys serious? Because it's like, oh, it'll just be a second. And they're like, okay, but who knows what's gonna happen in those how many seconds that it's few seconds <laughs> in my hand? I, just, you never know. There is a, a story of a dad, and he's in the movie theater. And they walked out and his son was crying. He's like, why are you crying? He's like, I lost my shoe. And he looked down and he's like, his son lost his left shoe. So he's like, okay, let's go find it. <laughs> and they went, you know, around where they're sitting. They finally found it. They put yeah. it back on. And when he looked at his son's shoe again, he's like, you lost your right shoe. How'd you lose your right shoe in the time where you're trying to find your left shoe? What's going on? Uh, yeah. I'm, I know. My mind's hazy and I just, I'm very forgetful. And I just, and my, uh, yeah. I'm just messy. I'm a messy dude. Like I put it down somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> don't give me anything. Don't give me anything valuable. That's- <laughs> I'm gonna have to call Mike and make sure that he got the guitar. <laughs> I'm giving Aldrin a guitar to give to Mike Odo. So, you have to follow up on it I'm today. Gonna, oh yeah, I'm gonna double check with Mike and make sure that he got it. <laughs> well, like 
today, right? You mm. you were like, oh no, I forgot to bring the mic to use for the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, no, I, I brought one. <laughs> <laughs> I was planning to bring it anyways. But yeah. I was like, yeah, I See? got it. No. I brought it last week. Why? Because Kahai was like, hey, Eldrin, can you bring that? I'm like, yeah. I got it. <laughs> you, it. You guys surprised me when Aaron called me and was like, oh, Eldrin's already down here. I was like, Oh, I was planning to call him to remind him to bring some stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, way way ahead of you. I was responsible and was on at work on time, like like how a responsible adult should be. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't here at nine. I was late still, but you know, <laughs> I was here before Kahai. That's all that counts. <laughs> Aaron was definitely here. He was here since last night. <laughs> all right. Um, any any more topics before we go? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Um, before we go, there's there is one topic that I want to you know want to talk about. Brand new play along going on right now, and brand new lesson on the site. Um, we did a Celine Dion song of "That's the Way It Is." We featured our you know our awesome friend Modern Flow. <laughs> it's um Trina B. Mm-hmm. Trina, uh, she's she's been featured before. She did uh, moves like Jagger. She was also part of um uh, Seasons of Rent, Love. Yeah, Seasons of Love. That Red song. Um, so we brought her back. We haven't worked with her in a long time. She's awesome. You know, she's from the Bay Area. We featured her voice. Uh, it was cool. So check it out. You know, there's a uh, there's a brand new play along on our brand new channel. So make sure you subscribe to that channel. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. So you know, subscribe. Um, make 10 more accounts and then like subscribe to that channel with those 10 accounts. We'd appreciate it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> hit the bell notification and to let you guys know whenever we bring up some new stuff. Uh, so now that you know that the your brand new workspace, brand new office, uh, we'll be cranking out some uh, some new play-alongs. That's not even in the you know not not even counting the monthly ones that we're doing. So we've got some lots of cool stuff surprises in store. So uh, yeah, make sure you. You're you're subscribed to to be the first one. It's like, oh, did you know that they're doing this now? I did. <laughs> I subscribed a long time ago. Get on the ground floor, you know. Get get on the ground floor. This brand new venture of ukulele underground. You know, you don't want to say that like you don't you don't want to be the uh, Johnny Come Lately. You know, just like oh, you hear about this cool new channel, ukulele play alongs. It's like, yeah, I was there before they had a hundred subscribers. So. Don't you want to be a YouTube <laughs> hipster? I subscribed to them before they were before they were cool, popular. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you know Ukulele on the ground, but you don't know Ukulele over Soul. Oh <laughs> snap! Oh, but you don't know. <laughs> don't want to go too deep with. Them. Yeah, yeah, you know Boss Seventy Nine. Oh whoa, back back then. See, yeah. So that's see, only cool people know what what those are, right? So be like the cool people. Subscribe now to <clears throat> to Ukulele Playlongs, our brand new channel on YouTube. Um, there's you know there's a couple or two or three three we have three now on mm-hmm. there right. So we have three videos on there. We have What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. We have Opihi Man, and now we have That's the Way It Is by Celine Dion. Learn those songs um, over at Ukulele on the Ground, then use the playalongs and play along. Okay, so brand new lesson. Check it out. Break it down step by step as usual. You know with the uh, with with the care. And, 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 and intensity and, <laughs> and <laughs> accuracy that we normally do here at Ukulele. That, that what you expect from us, you know? <laughs> right, Kahai? It's always 100% accurate, right? <laughs> yeah. Always. Especially um, if I ain't got you. <laughs> yeah. Never. We would never put out 
content that was it, not right. <laughs> it's it's accurate, right? Like every yeah. four pounds, four bars. Or every four bars, yeah, it's just twelve, right? Gets accurate again. Yeah, it it catches up. Is what it is. He <laughs> <laughs> just like fine wine. <laughs> well, you can, now you can say that you're trying. You're intentionally doing it yeah. in a, a different time yeah. signature. I was yeah. doing Paul like poly times. Polyrhythms. Yeah, polyrhythms. Okay? Yeah, poly <laughs> we're doing it before all these Jacob Collier guys and see, that's that's us. Hey, you expect <laughs> expect the awesome trailblazing things that we do here at Ukula on the ground, just like how we trailblaze that video. <laughs> if I ain't got you. <laughs> For those people who don't get it, that song is in six eight and we did it in four four. That was my bad. That's totally my bad nobody else's i will accept the responsibility for that i was late i came late i lost some things and uh yeah i lost the paper see don't give me anything i'll lose it and that's what happens we put out content like that right kai were you there <laughs> no no that was it's because kahai wasn't there that's why it was not you know, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. accurate see kahai yeah. makes sure that everything that we put out has 100 percent accuracy yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Except yeah. the song that we put up is like a, a step down from like the original key. <laughs> yeah. So, so for this month, it was not accurate either. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, there's actually a bunch of lessons that we did that we didn't do play-alongs mm-hmm. to. I mean, a lot of the whiteboard requests, we mm-hmm. didn't do play-alongs mm-hmm. to. Uh, the first first year of Blown us doing two, yeah. tu- tutorials, we didn't do um do didn't do play alongs for it so yeah. we might go back and do some yeah. some of those too so here kai what let's see let's see if kai knows ukulele underground history and trivia what is the very first ukulele play along that ukulele underground put out <laughs> I? I don't think he would know oh yeah yeah because it's no longer there yet, yeah oh what what do you take a guess what do you think it is kai is it that christmas song that got taken down because of copyright Oh yes. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I forget what. Yeah, like, I forget. We, we've done was. so many Christmas songs, <laughs> yeah. right? It was "Let It Snow." Let yeah. it snow. Yeah, let yeah. it snow. Let it snow. Let it snow. That got taken down. That was the very first ukulele play along, and I didn't even know like what Aaron wanted for me because I didn't know like what what the format was, you know, like <laughs> yeah. on the play along and stuff. Like I guess I'll go around Kaloa Town because we we filmed it in Kaloa mm-hmm. Town during Christmas time. Yeah, and I was like, I guess I'll just play, and you film yeah. me. What's happening right wear now? A, like, wear a hat, no, yeah. Santa hat. It's not <laughs> like I had a YouTube video or channel that I can watch and just copy. You know, like just do exactly what they do. You know, we should. <laughs> we had to invent. Yeah, things. we had to like make it up because we like did it first. For, <laughs> for this Christmas, yeah. we should do a different song, not let it snow. Yeah. And you should, we should go back to Kolo and you should wear a Santa hat and, and the mask. And we'll, we'll kind of like recreate that same thing too, but a different song. Yeah. <laughs> We're right on, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Thursday Live Lesson. This has been Aldrin. That's Aaron and Kahai. We'll see you folks tomorrow for our little Friday Live Jam. Keep it locked in here at ukulaleonthegroud.com. Sign up now if you're not a member for UU Plus to take your ukulele playing to the next level. Have a great one. Aloha.